Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of Stock Talk. My name is Amin Reina, I'm an, epi- uh, I'm an episode, I'm an investment coach here at Sage Investors and this is episode 53. And today I wanna to take a little bit about ETFs and ETFs are just the big thing right now in investing. We're seeing such a uh, epic transfer of wealth that has been traditionally invested in very actively managed kind of uh, investments like mutual funds, uh, individual stocks, uh, derivatives, and now we're just seeing this uh, epic transfer of wealth into ETFs. And more and more people want to know a little bit more about, hey, what are ETFs? What are they all about? How do I get into it? And what's been happening is we've seen also with this epic transfer, one of the big reasons why ETFs are so popular is the cost. The cost of management fees for ETFs are much lower uh, than traditional mutual funds. You're talking about paying like basis points, a couple like, you know, 0.05% on an ETF product versus two, three percent on a traditional mutual fund that meant uh, that invests pretty much almost like a like an ETF and so there's been a huge transfer of, of money into ETF products and with that it has created a lot of competition with a lot of the ETF providers so essentially being uh, we're seeing a big race to the bottom in terms of costs you're seeing uh, some ETFs out there just like charging like zero fees now on on some of their products which is which is great for investors. That's a great thing, um, but the question is, you know, what's, you know, how do, how do these companies stay in business? Well, what we're seeing too is, as much as there's a big price war in terms of ETF costs, we're also seeing some companies are actually ETFs just kind of staying out of the fray, and they're choosing to go a different path. And what they're trying to do is differentiate themselves in terms of the type of products that they have. And uh, more and more often than not, they're offering products that more have a more actively managed component. They're ETFs that are just closet mutual funds um, that are actively manage in various different types of uh, investing themes. Like you can find an ETF that invests in companies that are trying to eliminate obesity. You can buy ETFs that invest in social media companies. Now often the premise with an ETF is that it would, the performance of an ETF would be compared or benchmarked against uh, a similar type of index. So if you're investing in in an ETF investing in the S&P 500, uh, S&P 500 stocks, the benchmark would be the traditional S&P 500 index. So what we're seeing now, though, is some of these ETF providers, you know, traditionally relied on third parties, um, third-party indexes like the Dow Jones Industrials, the Nasdaq. Are what they're doing is they're doing adopting a process called self-indexing, in that the benchmarks that they're comparing themselves to, they're creating those benchmarks. They are creating, uh, you know, a benchmark that is you know, they think is a better representation of what the investments that they're making and should cover. And uh, the the premise and the justification that uh, these companies are trying to do uh, for going self-indexing is it's they have better control over the, the benchmark. Uh, it's cheaper to administer, and uh, it enables them in a way because it's cheaper to administer it, they can charge more for it. And so you'll see higher costs for it because as I said, these are businesses, they're trying to make money. So um, companies like Wisdom Tree, um, even Fidelity, um, they've reduced a whole line of smart beta type ETFs. Um, have adopted this concept of self-indexing and chances are it's not going to go away and I believe if you do a little bit of your homework there um, Vanguard the so-called you know you know patriarch of of passive investing I believe have over the years subtly switched some of their uh, their uh, benchmarks that they compare their ETFs to to indexes that they that they can create and manage on it so the question is for investors is is this a good thing or is this 
something, you know, this is just the natural evolution of the industry and we should just, you know, let it fly by. Well, the reality is if you're controlling the benchmark that your product is being, you know, your your portfolio is being measured against, in a way you can you can you can tweak and, you know, manipulate that benchmark to suit your interests. So if you want to demonstrate you're outperforming, you can just tweak your benchmark, you know, kind of to uh, show that your portfolio is outperforming this benchmark and outperforming this index. It's kind of like tantamount to like moving the goalposts. So if you think your portfolio is not doing too well, but you might want to tweak your, your benchmark to make your portfolio look even better than maybe what it is. So having that, you know, that arm's length ability to uh, measure um, an ETF's performance, it's not there. And so the question is, is it objective enough and is it credible enough? And, uh, and you know, are we going to see more of it? The other side of it too is it, you know this whole concept of fiduciary duty. Ultimately, you know, ETFs and you know, investment products are there to, uh, you know, when you're putting your money with a with an investment product with an ETF or a, you know mutual fund, they're supposedly going to make investment decisions that are in your the client's best interest. So, is you know having self having a self indexing component to your ETF really in the investor's interest or is it more in the interest of the company and the shareholders um, so that they can make their, your, their performance look better than it is, attract more money into the fund, make their assets under management look higher so all the wonderful people who are managing those portfolios can get nicer bonuses. So that's the other side of it too. So to me it's something it's not there and it's not obvious. It's very, it's it's not something companies are gonna, these ETF companies are gonna go out of their way to tell you about it. You kinda have to dig in and do some of your due diligence when you're reading a prospectus, when you're reading a, you know, an overview of a, of a specific ETF. Um, because you gotta understand, like, is, are these funds, are you comparing apples to apples? And what we're seeing now is, you know, the newer generation of ETFs are more actively managed now. Um, they have an active managed uh, component to it now. They're not like your traditional, you know, ETFs of 30 years ago where you would just, they would just be very vanilla, very generic and compare themselves to broad-based indexes. So. It's an interesting thing to keep in mind. It's one of the things I teach about in my course. I've uh, developed an online course called How to Invest in ETFs. And I basically walk people through how to go about evaluating an ETF. And one element is costs. And another element is benchmarking and understanding and where to look for when you're reading a prospectus or you're talking to an advisor who's putting a, an ETF in front of you saying, hey, this is a really good ETF you need to go into it, you need to take a look at. You can then ask a question, well, okay, well, what's the benchmark against? What is it being compared? Is it being compared against a third-party arm's-length uh, benchmark or is it being the benchmark is being generated by the ETF company because if it's internally being generated then you have to take the performance that they're generating with a bit of grain of salt and uh, and then understand of it because chances are if it's self-indexed chances are it's going to charge a higher fee so these are some of the things I actually teach in my course um, how to invest in ETFs and so if you go to my website uh, you can take a look at it, and uh, if you want to register, I'd be happy to you can register. It's an online course, so you can take it on your tablet, phone, any way you want to do it. But it's an interesting concept now that's not getting enough play, um, and it's going to get a little bit more and more press uh, relevance as you know ETFs are starting to become much, much more mainstream. So I thought I'd share it with you. Um, if you have any questions about this, feel free to give me a shout. You can give me a shout through my Twitter handle, at Sage Investors. I'm on there tweeting about all my various market observations of the day and my also personal investment decisions. And Or you can hit me through my website, www 
uh, sageinvestors.ca and hit me through an email through there and I'd be more than happy to talk about this or any other topics I've talked about here in Stock Talk or any future episodes of Stock Talk you want me to chime in and speak out about. So that's all I got for you this uh, today and uh, thanks again. Welcome to join for another, another edition of Stock Talk. Uh, my name again, Amin Reina from Sage Investors and we'll catch you again another time. Cheers. Take care.